What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Rotation Show. We have a special guest for you today. Um, there, he's got a lot of accolades, and I'm going to try to name them, but we, we can try, man. Uh, today's guest is one of the pioneers of some of the dopest strains out right now, such as Magnum Turtle and Zerber. Uh, they're one of the first brands recognized in growing uh, growing small batch craft cannabis, so that, that's next level shit. Uh, they're one of the biggest brands coming out of the Bay Area. He is a co-owner of SS. Canna, Planta, and Kuksu, uh, and I'm sure he has been behind a bunch of other dope projects. Um, please welcome Freddie Biggs, bro. What's yeah, good? welcome to the show. What's happening, thanks man? Thanks for coming through, man. Nah, thanks for having me. I was, it's, a, it's an honor to be on your guys' show. I really do fuck Thank with your guys' show. I watch it, and uh, yeah, yeah, I rock with it, so we I'm glad to be here. That, man. For sure. Big That's time. Dope. He came and laced us up with a bunch of cool Fucking shit. Some glow a. trays, Killed, lighters, man. rolls. Weed. Fuck, just bro. laced up so we appreciate you know, that man. Make so happy, much love that's yeah. crazy Shit. man i think love is love man i think there needs to be more of it you know what i mean mm-hmm. i agree bro and that's our uh, my brand names uh slogans push love dude that's fire that's i fuck with do, it man. i fuck yeah. with it yeah i'm big on that keep pushing love yes sir so we'll jump right into it bro uh we want to know we want to know about you we want to know your come up story where you're from where you're you know born raised and how you got into cannabis and where you got how you got to where you are right now so you can sounds like a long story yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah for sure podcast yeah. baby long form nah, yeah it's good um where do we start no nah, um so i think that i really you know i i i, I fucked with weed in my younger ages and shit but like um it was weird because i was i was an athlete and you know it's, it's strange because thinking back on it like i didn't smoke weed because of athletics but then i had friends that smoked a lot of weed and were very successful you feel me so i don't know if that was just a stigma or but i didn't really get into smoking weed a lot till i was after 20. you know i was 20 right. years old uh i was living in san francisco uh and that's when i really fell in love with weed i mean i always say that san francisco is the birthplace of exotic indoor so uh so i really started smoking weed in san francisco and it was really like one of those things to where we were smoking a bunch of weed, spending a retarded amount of money on weed, yeah. you know? And I think so, you know, so I had a, ended up getting the weed. So that a, a more, a more weed, you know, a couple ounces, I grabbed a couple ounces. Right. So I, I would have weed on hand. I had a bunch of roommates and they all needed weed, you know? So that's kind of how, how I got into it. Found a way to smoke for free. Found a way to smoke for free. I exactly. I think a lot of people that really love it. That's how it was it's like, all of our yes, story. find a way to smoke for free. Yeah. yeah. So then, you know, it goes from smoking for free to, uh, to more money. than that to more than that right yeah. so uh so i think that's how it all started started i think it was pretty organic i'm a pretty social person so i was out and about so i think that's um that's how it really started and to be honest like i never thought i would have a career in cannabis i always thought that i would uh i always feel like i'd be successful in some manner but uh but uh i didn't think it would be in cannabis i didn't necessarily think it would be in cannabis <laughs> shit was very illegal you know what i'm saying right. my guy right here you know what I'm saying he sat it down over this shit like so we've been here since this shit was real like it wasn't like trendy and it wasn't like it was because we loved weed and like we were really risk- risking you know freedom and safety over this shit because we loved weed and yep, uh man. you know might not have been the smartest move at the time <laughs> but that's what we were that's what we were doing so i didn't think i'd be in cannabis for forever you know what do you think you'd be successful at if you were looking you know if you, cannabis wasn't the option but you knew you were like all right i'm gonna be a success one way or another what did you think you're you know what i think that uh i don't want to like speak poorly of school because i think that I, that school model is you know go to school go to college get a good job be happy right i feel like that was uh 
that's maybe with the perceived perception that I was programmed with at a younger age. And I feel like it wasn't until, like, so when I started, like, so I did start fighting, and I was around people where it was, you know, self-brands, ownership models, and then uh, and then I really got into knowing about ownership, you know, and I was like, that's where it's at, right? I don't want to work for nobody. I don't take orders well. Uh, so I think that once that I, the when I figured out the ownership mindset and that like, you know, that's how business progresses, like that you want to be an owner, you want to own, like that's, you know, right. seemed like, uh, I think that really changed my whole perspective on things, you know? And then I think that I was, uh, blessed to be around people that were preaching ownership, you know, do it for equity, do it for, right. you know, do it for peace. And I think that's kind of the model that I've taken actually, but like, and then, uh, you know, I had did some uh, outdoor cultivation. I had different shit, but it was Prop 215. So during one is Prop 215. Um, shout out to my guy uh, Duke of Herb. He uh, oh yeah. He was uh, he's a really talented breeder, outdoor grower, um, and I would help him move his harvest and shit. And he set up my collective. He set up my oh cool. Okay. He set up my collective, <coughs> and uh, boom. Next thing you know, I'm legal, right? I'm like, holy shit! You know, showing off my paperwork. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm legit, bro. Oh, right That's it's cool. Good, yeah. right? It's good. And uh, I was really just rocking work, and I felt like I had the paper to back it, and I had like a lot of the pieces. And then I had, uh, I got a partner who was like, "Why aren't you doing, or, you know, um, why aren't you doing full delivery? You got the delivery license." And I'm like, um, "Well, I'm using it so that we could do this, and you know, and it's good." And that's, and then like that was a lot of where my. Uh, I was investing in, you know what I mean? I'm like investing in bulk flips and shit, like, right. uh, and then. This, my partner was well she approached me and was like why aren't you doing this and i was like well i got x amount of capital i'm shooting it this way and then she was like if i shoot the this bread do you want to do this and then next thing you know we had the the uh, delivery that was up no, and running cool. and uh this sacramento 215 era um yeah i did the shows i did you know uh orbit show i can't think i did orbit you know some show. of the other you different sessions yeah nice. for sure i was out there in the fucking 104 degree heat on saturdays <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know what i mean we're hiring chicks their makeup is melting and shit oh, yeah man we did man. all that shit so um so during the, during 215 model expanded to santa monica had a partner in santa monica so i had the delivery rocking in uh santa monica sacramento um and then i think that you know the laws changed and everything changed and everything yeah. changed, you know, and I think, you know, everyone was scrambling to see what they wanted to do, you know, and I think there was uh it was a it, scramble for sure, dude. You know, and it, it really sucks to say that a lot of people that that rushed to be first took the biggest losses. You know what I mean? It was like a war. The front yeah, line yeah. got yeah. wiped out. You know, <clears> what I mean? and I hate to say lots of people invested lots of money mm -hmm. and lost lots of money, you yeah. know, and. I'm fortunate enough that I didn't follow that trend, and now that you know, like the industry is shaking out, there's opportunities for people that didn't jump in head first and lose everything, you know. Yeah, right. So I think that, uh, yeah. So that's a lot of people went real big. Real Man, big. it sucks, dude. Real I feel fast, like yeah. you know, in a lot of aspects, people felt like they were doing the right thing. I've seen. I'll speak on it, man. I've seen cultivators who are like, "Man, you know what? Shit is legal. I don't want to deal with any of this black market shit. I'm gonna grow legal weed." And then they grow grow legal weed. Yeah. They get white label contracts for big name cultivators who are like, "Hey, man, we'll, uh, we'll take it all." You know what I'm saying? Now you grow for such and such. I'm not going to name no names, right? Mm -hmm. Then the market slows down, right? So they cut ties with all their all their connections that they were using to move the work. Mm -hmm. The market slows down. Mister Corporation says, "Sorry, buddy, we can't buy your crop." And now the cultivators like, 
fuck, I cut, I cut, a, cut off all my connections to move this work. And now I'm sitting on all this fucking work. And, you know, at the time, the market's plummeting. So yeah. that was kind of like a lot of, a lot of uh, people ate, ate shit on that one. And they didn't have a brand. They didn't build a brand. And they didn't build a brand. And we're all seeing equity in brands now. Mm-hmm. We're yep. all seeing, so that goes, okay, so the story, yes, 20, <laughs> 2018, shit is legal. Shit is changing. Um, SF Canada, I've been sourcing you know, their flour for my delivery service for a long amount of time. Shit was always fire, consistent. These dudes are like really, really gro- good growers, and I think that like as time goes on, the proof is in the pudding. And as time goes on, you know, this is a group that was a traditional market group. You know, what I'm saying, and we really came from the background of like people are going to jail and people are dying over this shit. Like we're not all out in the open. Is you're never like yeah. yeah. So it was the opposite of branding. You right. know what I mean? And I'm not gonna say I was the first one to hop on brandy because I wasn't, because I wasn't the first one to hop on this shit because I've been rocking in this shit. You know, and the brands that started back then have have had a lot of success. Have had yeah. a lot of success. Yeah, they yeah. have. And the ones that have been uh, that stayed true to the culture of the cannabis, they didn't sell out to a big uh, can- can- uh, Canada company or something like that. Those those ones seem to be winning because I think that the marijuana industry, or at least the weed smokers, the original legacy re- weed smokers, we kind of can smell through <coughs> bullshit. You know. And your boof weed is not, you know, it doesn't line up with our culture. There's definitely so like, well, I would say that, you know, there's there, there's cannabis for all price levels. Some people true. are, are going to, you know, because people are casual consumers and that's what they want. And then some people are going to want the, the higher tier. And I think that, yes, if, but as the branding goes, if you don't brand, I think cannabis is poorly marketed, totally poorly marketed. You know, I don't think that I'm a master marketer but i like to do the marketing and at the little research that i've done and seen i've seen like you know where brands are have have succeeded and i've seen where brands you know haven't succeeded so i think the marketing overall is like not as as uh, it's gonna grow it's gonna grow you know and the people it's really crazy because some of the best marketing is the worst products right. uh yeah. so yes yeah, so, so to sustain a brand you got to really have it right you, you can't do. you can fly the flag you can create a wave you can get a hype going you can say hey here's my shiny fucking bag but if you don't have the pull through at the end, the end of the day, I don't see like I don't compete because like I see the vision of where I want things to go. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, a lot of people are promoting strains. Strains are here and gone. I want to be here in five to ten years. Yep. That's why you know the Planta SF Canna. That's what's featured on the bag because that's what we're trying to promote for the long term. Right. You know? So I think it's like yeah. So now I mean the game is changing. The stakes are getting higher. You mm-hmm. got to have all the shit, right? You got to have good branding. You have to have good relationships. And you have to have good flour. And you have to yeah. have good flour. And I would yeah. like to say that I feel really comfortable. I think a lot of people are uncomfortable. This is a crazy market, right? I'm partnered with some of the best cultivators in the game. And yeah. these guys are doing things that people on your podcast have said you can't do. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have said, you can't do this. We can't do that. Like, you can't do this with LEDs. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Proof is in the pudding. Crop yeah. steer, crop, both of these... Both of these companies, Planta in LA, SF Canada in San Francisco, crop steering, growing with salts, getting amazing results, not small scale, at scale, at scale. So a lot of the shit that people are saying they're not doing, and I don't like, like, I don't like to hate on shit, but people are like, small batch craft. I think it's really getting to the point where like, I wouldn't buy food out of homie's little backyard kitchen, you know what I'm saying? I want to know that the shit came from a real facility yeah, you know what right. i mean absolutely and so i think that these dudes are doing amazing quality at scale and i think that i mean i don't think that that's the future i think that that's the now i think that that's the now and i think that that's like a lot of people are some people are behind and we're seeing those people fall off you know 
<clears throat> I agree with you. Um, I agree with you that there are growers out there that can grow at scale with the same solid quality product. And I've seen it. I mean, Dave's starting yeah, to... Yeah, they're in the traditional like market, man. There's lots yeah. of them in the traditional yeah. market. Going back to San Francisco, I don't, these are smart people, man. There was a lot of people diving into the rec market like that. It's legacy growers that are crushing it on a large scale. I mean, there's levels to the shit that no one knows about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of uh, small grows with big egos and brands, and they feel like, hey, I'm the guy, I'm the guy. And I feel like there's a lot of people in the traditional market, you know, real legit whales, producing crazy quality at scale. They don't have a face, you know what I'm saying? I was the first yeah. person to grab one of them and be like, well, we need to put a face on this. We yeah. need to put a face on this. And they were very hesitant about it, you know what I mean? They're not out in the public people, and they're not like the shiny look at me guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that, like, you know, we've shown that, yes, there's equity in branding, and, the, and it was necessary, you know? But I think that there's guys crushing it at scale. There's guys crushing it at scale. I've seen, like, there's guys getting five plus a light, you know what I mean? I've seen it. I've seen it. I've, I've, I've seen the work, and it's good work. And five they're plus like, a light. And they're growing you know they're growing it's not exotic they're growing strains obviously that yield higher but they're getting mm -hmm. this strain and you know they know the profit they know, they know the profit skills but we, regardless of what this 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 strain might be uh not as as valuable as that strain but if i get five pounds of light on it we're good right you so I, i've seen it i've seen it i know it's there so people are saying it's not possible i know it's there people are like you can't get big nugs with leds bam there's the proof right bam there's the proof you know what i mean yeah. people are saying nugs, you can't get dude. you can't get four pounds of light at scale Bam! There's the proof. And it's smoking. Bam! There's the proof. And you know, like, we're yeah. new to we're new to the space. You know, what I'm saying Planta, we're we're not even in the rec area. We're probably about 90 days out from running the in the rec. SF Canada, we got one uh, licensed facility. We're working on getting a second licensed facility. But these brands aren't going anywhere. I feel nice. like these brands aren't going anywhere. And I feel like both of these cultivators are very humble. And I see what they're doing. And I like. I feel like I strive to be humble as well. But I feel like it has to be said. Like, we're growing dope weed at scale. We're doing a lot of the shit that people say is not possible. People are like, oh, you know, LEDs, you can't get big. And I think it's a whole different ball game. And I like like to say that, you know, I talk to a lot of cultivators and shit. And I, I so I don't grow, but I feel like I have a good grasp of what's going on. And I think yeah. it's if you're getting three, four pounds of light, it's a different ball game than you guys who are getting a pound and a half, two pounds. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll give you the game. The whole pressure, air pressures, the VPD changes. When you're getting three and a half pounds of light, your VPD is drastically different than when you're getting a pound and a half of light. So some of the things that you, that growers think that is like, you know, we're doing this because, and some of the people aren't even at the level of controlling their VPD and EC. If you're not controlling your VPD and EC, you're like way behind. You're like, wait, I'm not even the cultivator. I'm telling you, you're way behind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I see up. how the grows are set up and I see that, yes, if you're getting three to four pounds of, 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 of plant matter, that plant matter, <laughs> these aren't these, <clears throat> these aren't 24 inch plants. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? These are large plants and it's changing. And it's changed to different. It's, it's it's different, you know what I mean. So that's why I see like some cultivators that I feel like that are very prideful and they're very far behind. You know what I mean. Can you uh, explain a little more about what VPDs are? And Not too much. I know VPD stands for vapor pressure deficit. Okay, <laughs> that's about all I know. And I know that yeah. <laughs> and I know that uh, vapor pressure deficit is basically the. I can see I could be totally wrong and I don't want to look retarded, but it has something no, to do with okay. the air, the pressure of the air, maybe the moisture of the air, the VPD. I mean, yeah. the humidity is the, is the, and the humidity okay. changes when you have large plant masses, mm -hmm. the humidity changes. So the methods of keeping the room room at the proper humidity changes. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know the yeah. intricacies of all the shit, but I know the shit changes. Another mm -hmm. question. Uh, so you guys use LEDs and, and I'm looking at and smoking uh, yeah. some LED weed and it's pretty fucking fire, but I think you no, might it's be, it's excellent. really good. 
Uh, and uh, I think you might be one of the the first growers that came on that actually uses LED or, or not grow but your your team. You know what I mean? And that's pretty cool. I think I it's the future. See, the thing is, I think it's the future. So yeah. I think that like I've seen like the benefits of LEDs and like I've seen that. I don't. How do you say this? What else? Some people, some people don't understand the full capabilities and how they can be used. I don't. Yeah. I don't because I used to grow. I've grown indoor and now I see. So I know it all changes. So the games change. That's part of the reason why, you know, I chose Elaine because I'd rather do the branding and marketing. I'm not to do the cultivation because that shit has changed so fast and so drastic. EC is, uh, I believe it's electronic conductivity, but it's the amount of saturation in the medium. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Damn. Would you, like, for our viewers' sake, like, would you be able to give the brand of LED you guys use? There's that secret. It's not even a secret. I no. just that do I know. I think it's on yeah. our Instagram. Um, I believe that Planta uses Spectra LED. Spectra Forgive LED? me if I'm wrong. Well, <clears> if, I'm wrong. if anything, we'll, we'll throw it in the comments. Or I know something. that. Yeah, the, uh, cool to check it I know Estefana. They use they use a variety of different lights, and I feel like they're very advanced as well. And I feel That's like cool. they they have. I mean, for all variety HPS, and I think there's a few different brands. I know that there's yeah that they use. And the reason I ask is I know that LEDs are still being tested by growers and. Uh, even new people that are starting to grow, like they, you know, just to kind of it's different. Cut you know a little saying? bit of it's cost different. out of there, like and they could get uh, right to the, the brand. It's totally different. So you know, if, if you've been in using HPSs the whole time and you switch over to LEDs, I feel like there's a large amount of differences. And if you don't yeah. know the intricacies of how to use an LED, then it's, it's going to be difficult different. for you. Yeah. you know, like these guys who have put in their ten thousand hours with LEDs and know them intricately and know how to do it right. right. Are a little bit ahead of the curve. Oh, way I don't even ahead. say ahead of the, they're ahead of the curve because I feel like that's the curve. Because these guys, they're doing it, but they're not the only ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not the only ones. Yeah. People are doing this shit. And the data, and it's all it's all data driven. You right. know, like the new grows, the new grows. It it, it is it's less it's less manpower. It's more it's more automated. You know. Yeah. And I mean that's I wouldn't even say that's the future. That's the now. That's the now, and that's really because because that's what the market's going to be set at. Because it all comes down to cost production. If these guys are getting this, their cost production is going to be this. If you're getting that, your cost production is going to be you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, and the, we're in like an energy well. crisis right now, so LEDs would make a really strong impact <coughs> in the in the in the industry. They may much. require them at some point. Yeah. I, I believe they require them. I, that's I, I believe I that's going. the transition. I was yeah. like, California is going to. And there's cultivators that don't even on. want to transition yet, and they're like, yeah, they're like, man, you're you're, you're pretty high up, far behind the curve, bruh. Yeah, you're pretty far far behind the curve. Mm -hmm. You should know? probably at least get a little. little I see a lot of prideful growers that are using like outdated tech, and I'm like. Right, you're not. That's like you know. I'm definitely big on five to ten years. Changing. Where are we going to be yeah, five to ten no. years? Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm not like, like tomorrow. I'm like five to ten years. Hot tips on good tech coming out for growing or for. I'm um, not the grower at all. Right, at all. I the only time I go into the grow is take pictures, bring the photographer. Nice, that's cool. All the that marketing aspect is so important though. Yeah. Just like you said, going back yeah, to the building the, the brand. Yeah, cool, man. Like people with great brands are putting a lot of equity. Yeah, there's a lot of equity mm -hmm. and shit. You know, I mean, people are there's brands and they sell their branded weed for let's say you know three thousand dollars but then they wholesale bulk white label that shit for 14 you know right yeah that's so that just shows the equity in the brand mm -hmm. but it's, it's all it, about the brand but the market's not gigantic so that's why they're they're white labeling and bulking half you know yeah just keep things moving then the keep rest things of it moving comes yeah, yeah. there's not a lot of brands pushing hundreds of pounds into the market yeah 
What um what's uh, the origins or like the background of, of uh, SF Canna and and Planta? Like you know, just a little like. Uh, sure. Let's start with Planta because yeah. I talk about SF Canna a lot. I think we got a lot of notoriety, but mm-hmm. I want to like give them equal yeah. scale, right? Sure. Yeah. So the Planta cultivator, I think at some point in time he's gonna you know he's gonna come forward. He's also very like you know under low key as well. But I think he's amazing. I think he's doing incredible things. And I think that, yes, yield quality is is amazing. And I know that, uh, I don't know his whole story, but I know he's managed grows for other teams. And so he's seen lots of harvests. And he, kn- I feel like his, uh, it's and his attention to detail mm-hmm. is, is, you know, is very, very, he's very meticulous, you know. And I think that the quality of his weed, I mean, that's why I partnered with him. That's why I was like, hey, yo, bro, can we, how come you don't got a brand? Like, yeah. Uh, you're making, growing amazing weed. You're doing amazing things. How come you don't have a brand? You know? Right. And, and you know, cultivators are like, because I'm in the cultivation, you know, thousand right. hours a week, mm-hmm. or whatever. Those guys are narrow. I don't have focused. time to build a brand. <laughs> so that's how it came. I was like, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. So focused. I'll do it. And that's you know, cool. you know what it is also? I mean, <laughs> I have a good network with key players so I can put it in the hands of good people. So that's how part of the reason why I was able to build a brand. I'm definitely like big on like the direct marketing. Like, let's get to the target consumers. Let's get to the real. St- I mean, I, and I believe in the product. So I'm like, I can bring it to the table and say, hey, this boom, here's the jars. It's yeah. what it is. You know what I mean? And people respect it and people respect it. So I think that they do. Uh, yeah. So that's what I did with SF Canada as well. I had a great relationship with these dudes, known them for a long time. And I've seen their evolution. I've seen them go from double N HPSs to you know wh- where they're then they're growing double tiers, double tiered stacks. So they they did that conversion too. They went from so HPS, I've seen the evolution. Yeah. They can do it. You know that's what I was going to say. The SF Canada group mm-hmm. is a uh, you know they've been growing for a long time and they can do it. They can do it all. They can grow in Rockwell. They can grow in you know cocoa. They can do grow with HPSs. They grow LEDs. They and I mean. I've seen the evolution. They're they're, they're growing. They I feel like it's getting stages. better and better. So if you have feel like you know SF Canna, you don't because we're growing and every batch. I wouldn't even say every batch is getting better because I feel like the consistency is crazy. It's like boom, this batch is dope. Next one comes. This batch was dope. This batch was dope. I'm like, it's kind of locked in. It's kind of locked miss. in. It's kind of like you know, <laughs> it's kind of locked in. Like, and this. I get to QC the branded shit. You feel me? So yes. like, I mean, I get to QC the branded shit. So if I didn't QC it, they might not have been the ones. We need a name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that's cool. I like, I like. Sometimes we get a little QC work, and that that's always fun. Yeah, that's always fun. That's, that's always, always fun. bro. Fun. Yeah. People think that it's not work. That shit is work. Yeah, motherfucker, drop eight samples in front of you, be like, try all these. Like, fuck, bro. Yeah, yeah. And hey, see, that's why I had to get someone on the team to roll the shit. Like, bro, can you roll up these? Can you roll these up so we can try them? Yeah, because these are hand rolled that we're smoking right now. Yeah, hand rolled. Man, they're smoking. Shout out to Chef Barrigato. You know, he's smoking, smoking. It's fire. And that other one that we rolled up too, that was the gelinade from Planta, is that right? Yeah. Gelinade? <clears throat> that was leaking. That was just it's dripping. Pungent, dude. It was really, really pungent. What strain is that? Gelinade, right? Gelinade? It's yeah. gelinade, yeah. And gelinade. that's what I was like, gelinade. man, bro, it's not the same. It's not the same. People feel like they know gelinade. Yeah, no, yes. You know what, 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 what? I feel like this is our expression of it. You know, people are like, and that's why, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of torn between the renaming shit because this is gelinade, but this isn't gelinade. This is different. This is different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This ain't like your gelinade. This, this is my gelinade. This plant of gelinade is like, it's incredible. And people are like, you know, you can't get big nugs. And I'm like, dude, I don't know, bro. I've seen like giant stalks and shit. Like, uh, so. And the smokes. Yeah, it smells great. Smokes rolled up perfectly. Just that kind of like bar you want to get. You know, it just sticks, clumps together. Yeah. And it, it, it makes it easy on you to roll it, you know. Burns real slow. Burns slow. It's nice. 
coats your mouth. So, so, right. nice. so um, what about uh, uh, Kuksu? That was the delivery service. That was the name of my oh, delivery okay. service. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. You guys still have any delivery running now? No. 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 Nice. Man, delivery's rough. Delivery's delivery's rough. No, I know you guys. Yeah, yeah. Delivery's yeah. rough. Yeah. But you know, if you just stay small enough. So I think that there's all kind of like, I think I would crush a delivery. I just don't. I can only do so many things. Yeah. Because I think there's all kind of marketing shit tools. You know what I'm saying? There's all mm-hmm. kind of marketing tools that like, people need delivery service. People need delivery service. If you, if yeah. you, I mean, I'll give away a little bit of game. If you want legal cannabis at any event, you facilitate through a delivery service. Yep. So if you want to have an event, you want to have weed there. You can holler at bro right here. Mm-hmm. Boom! Transfer your weed to his metric. That's he right. got a car on site, and we're delivering legally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's the free game for today. That's I'll give you. I'll give you taste. Hell yeah! But yeah, so I think that Mark, I think em. that like delivery service can be profitable, and I think that you know I, there's, it's the shakeout of the industry because a lot of the a lot of the I hate to say it like a lot of the the really hardcore cannabis culture they didn't really have a lot of high business acumen. So now you're yeah. in, in a legal business where you need, you know, and that's not, I'm not the guy. I got a partner. I got a partner with the guys who got the guys. You feel me? Because that's not that's not my lane and shit. So that's a good part of your team, though. You know, you yeah, gotta have no, different people sure. that are good have, at different. Yeah, things. Yeah, that everybody brings in value. That's the yeah. That's the really best part is you know because like or something I don't want to do. We got guys on the squad that love to do the shit. Yeah, so you know, play to the strengths. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Like I was saying, I'm not a farmer. I mean, like I know how to grow. I feel like I know a lot about growing. I used to like to enjoy having a small grow, but I don't. I don't even do that anymore. But I was like. I'm not a farmer. I'm not a farmer. You, you know what you I mean? I'm like, weed. yeah, I'm not and a farmer. I don't want to be inside. You. They trust you to know good weed. For right? sure. That's, you know, For that's sure. value. Right? That's a lot of value. So, and <clears> just <throat> to confirm too, was it Planta is in LA? Yes. Okay. Cultivations down uh-huh. there. SF Canna. San Francisco. San Francisco. Obviously. Okay, cool. Nah, it's cool. Dude. So now I'm back in the fourth from the Bay to LA. I was gonna time. say, yeah, I'm you're flipping back you're and forth from the Bay to LA. I'm not mad at it. I'm like, okay, LA is cool. Ah, let's get out of here. Get back up north. I don't, I'm in Sacramento a lot. I got a lot of love for Sac. Oh, that's thank cool. You, man. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, well, Sac got a lot of love for you too. Man. Yeah, big time. Yeah, we appreciate your good weed. That's for sure. Sac appreciates good weed. That's mm-hmm. for sure. That's yeah. for sure. And we know good weed, I think. I think Sacramento knows good weed. Oh, they do. Yeah. I believe Sacramento has the best, cheapest weed in the world. <laughs> in you're the right. World. In the world. You're, you're right. Keep it 100. Yes. I feel like that, you know, there's a lot of, like, awesome trap shit. I feel like the trappers that come to Sacramento are seasoned vets. They know what the fuck is going on, and they know that Sacramento has the cheapest weed in the world. Okay, that's two pieces You're of free right. game. Oh, that's my two pieces of free game. And they're, they're spending bread out here. There's amazing yeah. weed for dirt cheap in Sacramento. Right? Like, there's amazing weed for dirt cheap in Sacramento. Because there's a lot. That's right. It's a race to the bottom, and the bottom is high quality. I'm like, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit's crazy. Yeah, that's true. That's so this is how much? Damn. Hey, what's your favorite strain of all time? All time. What's your favorite food of all time? It's like one of those things. Like, I like a lot of different things. You know what I mean? I don't think that. I think that. Top five. Top five is probably. Okay. So I would think that it's probably Zerbert from SF Canna, Cherry Guava from SF Canna, Magnum Turtle from SF Canna. Not in any order. And I think that Biscotti from Planta, that's definitely like the top. That's the top. That's like the shit I smoke every day, really. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, man, and I don't take the shit for granted. Like, almost with every joint, I I really appreciate the the quality of the weed I get to smoke. And I will say that I've worked hard and I manifested the shit. So now I get the dopest weed and I have all the weed that I like all the time. You know what I mean? And I think I I, I can have influenced as well. You know, I can, you know, 
influence with the cultivator to run, run certain strains and you know planta we just did a collab with duke of herb duke of herb has been like my guy since forever shout out to duke of herb and shit but uh yeah so i got so we ran some phenos testing to him and so we tried some different shit but that would probably be like the Zerberts, like a candy gas. The cherry, cherry <clears throat> guava is like a candy tropical gas. The Magnum Turtle is like some totally unique shit. And Biscotti is like all, one of my all-time favorite strains. And I really think my guy at Planta grows some the best Biscotti. Let's be honest. He grows some of the the best Biscotti. And some of the dopest brands in the game have white-labeled his Biscotti and called it different shit. Like, just so, rename it. So it was just, it's like, I feel like the quality of the cultivators is there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that building the brand is just a process, but uh, I feel like these are brands that aren't going to go anywhere. We're going to be here five to 10 years from now. We have large goals, you know, and it's not like, and it's like global, you know, the goal is yeah. global. Like, you know, you said something a little bit ago, you said you manifested it. Can you go back to that and talk about that to a little more? Attraction manifest shit. Yeah, yeah, just about like what you so if like. What you, you did. If you don't know the secret, you're like super yeah, far behind. If you don't know the secret, yeah. you're super far behind. Uh, that's why I want the you to touch on The secret's on fucking Netflix. If you don't know the secret, yeah. look it up. And it's like the law of attraction manifestation. Mm -hmm. And I and I mean I strongly believe in that. I strongly believe that Same. you know your mindset has a has has a impact on your life. You know, and, and what you think that then you manifest. You know, if you think things, if you think things are bad, things are bad. If you think things are good, things are good um and i think yeah. that same, same shit if you th if you think this is what i said if you think you can't grow good weed at scale you're right yeah. <laughs> if, you think, if you think you can grow good weed at scale you're right yeah. you know and i think that's the law of attraction shit the way you look at it and the way and i think that uh to be honest i wish i would have dreamed bigger you know what i'm saying because i feel like I've, i mean i had I, I came from humble roots and i had humble goals and i feel like i refreshed those goals you know what i'm saying yeah, so now badass. now i got a higher ceiling you know yeah it's not too late. Keep keep going, you know. No, yeah, we're going global. Yeah. We're going global. I feel like you know. Yeah. I feel like that. I, I I would like to travel the world as an ambassador for my brands. You know, that's like that's sounds a like dream. a dope job to me, right? Uh, sounds yeah. like a dope, dope job uh, to me. And you get to bring fire to people. That, man, I want to be. The world, I want to be at the grand opening of Dubai. You know, feel yeah. me? Like yeah. that's like that's yeah. That's what we're manifesting. Mm -hmm. Dude, that'll be a breakthrough. Dubai is fucking strict. Right. No, I that's the yeah. That's when it's you know. Yeah. Women can drive. Uh -huh. All right. Or at least in Saudi Arabia, I think. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I we got to get up. out there. Smoking yeah. weed out there would be dope. Shit. Sheesh. Smoking weed out there would be dope. I, be I heard that's one of the hardest places to get weed. Yeah. That's why I haven't tried. I don't. I haven't traveled to the places that aren't weed friendly. I would love to go to Thailand now that's weed. Because mm -hmm. I haven't gone, I think, because it's not weed friendly. I'm like, ooh, you can't smoke. How cool could it really be? Right. Sure. Like, yeah, if you can't smoke there, how cool could it really be? That'd be frustrated the whole time. Well, like, it's fuck. Be smoked. Just dude, smoke dude. Just keister a fucking cart, dude. You're good to go, man. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking around, man. But uh, I do get to travel like a little bit international when I just nice. hold the cart in my pocket. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess I should stop doing that. It's a little risky. It's getting more it depends more on where you go. Yeah. Life's a risk, True. bro. I've never gone to, you go. like, chop your hand off plot. Yeah, plot, yeah, that's you know? funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm holding back on those. I feel like it's a risk-to-reward thing. Yeah. yeah. When you get to the hotel, it's all good, dude. But, but yeah, man. Well, tell us uh, about collabs coming up. Anything new? What's fresh? So, uh... So the goal for Planta is to have total unique genetics in the next two years. The two-year goal is to have only genetics that are, like, uh, proprietary to us, you know. And, okay. uh, 
and I don't know all the genetics that he actually popped. He's been, but he dedicated a bunch of space to popping new new phenos. And then you know I know we do, we did uh, a run of Duke, Duke of Herb seeds. And then I know that he has some OZK crosses coming. I don't know exactly the genetics coming, but I I think that uh, there's so that's the hope is to have totally unique genetics, right? So we only have our genetics. Um, that's dope. So I think that's coming. I think Good that's goal. coming. Yeah. Good I think goal, that's dude. I think that's going to be the future too is just having your own genetics, having new genetics, having mm-hmm. fresh, you know. Yeah. Fresh things coming in because people get used to the same things and they'll like keep smoking it, but they they want, you know, introduction <coughs> to new strains. Yeah, and it's interesting how like cannabis consumers only want new 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 new. Yeah. People All take bad day. over bad over bad new over good good. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, we've been good for so long. People are like, "Well, we want the new. We want the new." I'm like, "But it's not that good." Yeah. And then they're paying more for it and I'm like, "Ooh." Uh, exactly. That's, and I yeah. that's just the, that's the market. That's it the market. It is. It's weird. And same thing, I'm like, I would like to see where a lot of these brands shake out in 5 years, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, I think a lot of them won't make it past like a, another year and a half. You know, I mean, there's or maybe two years they'll struggle, and then, like you said, like, that shakeout happens. You know, it's you know. a new industry, and I think that as the industry grows, the quality is going to grow. And mm-hmm. if you don't have all the pieces to the puzzle, it's going to be hard for you to grow. Right. You know? I think that's that's kind of how it's, the game is shifting, right? Like, and I think it's to a certain degree that's how the it needs to grow and i think it's for the better you know yeah and and uh you're growing right you uh you guys expanded uh sf canon down in la or it's offered down there now oh we've been so like i don't so initially when we dropped we dropped statewide boom okay so when we dropped the first time um one of my partners uh cannabis chris is friends with burner hit burner burner's like oh you guys got wrecked people know people know about the weed oh you guys are dropping wreck i want it all and that's and in the beginning so we did it our first drop it was from chico to san diego at all the cookies uh and then we were at ease statewide um oh, yeah. I, I feel like the market has uh, shifted you know what i mean we might not be the the best i don't know how to say that but anyways we're looking for designer shops to be at now we just want to be at the right right boutique shops you know yeah, expanding well, so and yes yeah, so, we're, so we're at like go global in la exotics in la oh, yeah. uh we're in a bunch of shops different shops in la atrium highway um obviously uh, i've been there because that's the biggest market and we definitely want to make a bigger impression on that but you know we're in cookies oakland burners on hay union station so we're in a, we're in select retailers and i think that uh oh you know i'm i'm lying so now we're san diego to uh humble <laughs> again now because uh we just dropped at our or global humboldt just picked up weed for the humboldt store oh, wow. and then we're dropping at uh mankind in san diego so uh sf canna we're uh humboldt san diego pretty nice. much stays yeah. statewide that's so, great uh, that's badass and i think man. that we're going to continue to uh gain traction i feel like we're, we're going to continue to gain traction i think so you have any plans for multi-state operating so plant to, my plant partner is trying to get licensed in multi-states right now and i think he's nice. working on a partnership in vegas as well as his la facility so i think that planta might maybe multi-state first before that but i've also talked different collabs with um ask some out-of-state people some michigan people i'm like so if you really want to fly me to michigan we could talk more it's not real till you fly me out there that's right there's a lot of good work that could be done out there too well i think that uh SOPs that were developed in California mm-hmm. can be transferred, and I think that like licensing and those things make sense. That's how you expand, you know, globally. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like their laws are written a little bit, actually, all over the place. I hear that they're better in some areas and they're worse in some areas. As far as the cannabis laws, yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's all laws. over the place. It's all over the place. Yes. Yeah, I see. Dave did it though. 
Dave did it. Dave preferred, did it. Yeah. preferred dropped in Florida. He's you know, dropped it. And I know he's coming to multi states. He's out. Shout out to Dave. Yeah, yeah shout out to just, Dave. He's, he's dropping in. Uh, he's nonstop. Michigan. Michigan. He just got back. Uh, he has another spot too. Uh, <coughs> Florida, Michigan. Florida, Michigan. Okay. California. Yeah. Maybe a couple more. It's dope, man. It's it's nice seeing all the the lo- a lot of the local brands and a lot of other California brands getting out of uh, you know being able to get out to other states and bless people with their fire over there and shit. Yeah, I think that. I mean, that's dope. You know, we run a cannabis game and we're gonna have influence over cannabis globally. You know, yeah. it's gonna be you know yep. this is it. So the brands that's that just are what now it is. are gonna stick for a long time. Yeah, like the ones that are putting out the fire. Yeah, you got to keep. Yeah, like you said. I mean, it's a whole package. Yeah, you got to have all you know, the shit. You got to have every piece. It's firing. not just the fu- just the fire. It's the the people behind it, and like yeah, you even said, the team. Everything, even like this, lighters. Yeah. Glow trays, you know, yeah. pre rolls, like that's all part of the brand. And the culture got to fuck with you. And the yeah. culture, culture got to fuck, fuck, fuck with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to be outside. Like, dude, motherfuckers really fuck with you. Yep. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I feel yeah. blessed. They fuck with us. Yeah, they absolutely. Fuck that's man. cool, man. That's fucking exciting. What do you know about the Z Terp? Man, I feel like I had, I was one of the first p- people with real Skittles. I feel yeah. like, you know. I was rocking Skittles to guys who were rocking Skittles who the guy, who are to the guys who are the Skittles guys. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, but it's not my favorite turp. And I like I like it uh I like it uh I like it in some crosses like Cerber where you get a, a nice Z taste but then you also get some gas to it too. Um Yeah, I seen the first time I seen Skittles was a long time ago, Brad, and I was like and I was yeah, because it's not a liquor. I was very yeah, unimpressed. Yeah, I'll nope, tell you it's, never. it's a very I'll tell you that story. So my boy is like, yo, I got this guy. He says he's got it, right? And I'm like, dope, man. Let's go check it out. And then I look at it. And my boy is like, what do you think? And I hate being like negative to the dude who grew it, right? I'm like, right. B. I'm like, it's a B. Damn. And the, the cultivator's super offended. He's like, you got to smoke it. And I'm like, <laughs> and I smoked it and it was dope. And it was unique and it was, you know, it got me loaded and it was, yeah, it was it. It was it. So, and I had it a really long time ago. I had it before it was cool and it was almost to, uh, to a detriment. Like I had it before people knew what it was. So I, I, it was hard for me uh, when I had my delivery. Yeah. When I had my delivery, this is like years ago. I had, I had the Z plug from Humboldt. It was a real cut. Say what you will. It was the shit, right? It's verified <coughs> by a bunch of people. Bro. I'll, I'll call you. If you want to call me out, I'll call you out. You know? But, uh, I had it. I had it, and um, and I think that, like, so I had bought a bunch of them, and I feel like the first ones I got a, a large ticket for, but it was hard for me to move them all because people didn't really understand the value of it at that time. Yeah. And then it wasn't my favorite. It looks it looks horrible. Mm-hmm. It looks horrible. 90% of buyers, you know, they want to look and see that the shit the looks dope. So, yeah. like, then you got to be like, man, but this is it, bro. Like, this is really you the dope smoke, smoke it. and yeah, you taste you it, it. it, you know. You but, yeah, it, it looks horrible. Yep. It looks horrible, you know. Like the fucking ugly bitch with good head, like oh, that's what like, Skittles is and shit. Yeah, you pop the bag open and, and you're like, no it doesn't appeal. look that great. Yeah, no appeal. It doesn't look that great, but well, why you keep it's going a bad there, zip. man? Why you yeah, keep going I, back I, I, don't there. I don't know. I don't know. I get it. I get it. Though. I'm not really like I'm the inclusive guy. I'm not the exclusive guy. I really feel like I've been left out of a lot of shit. Like I really feel like I've been left out of a lot of shit. Let's keep it 100. There's a lot of snobby smokers out there that came from good means. I was from the turf. I feel like I've been excluded from hella shit. So I'm inclusive. Yeah. So I'm inclusive. Like I think it's it's for that's the way it's gotta you know be. I, mean? I hate like. that fucking too cool for you. You're not invited. <laughs> shit. Like then I'll do my own shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, no, that's weird. I that's think, always weird. Yeah, I feel like especially you don't in our smoke industry, like that's not in your bag. Yeah, yeah fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. Mm-hmm. That's and that's what it was. It was a lot of you know, and really, I feel like I had doper unbranded weed than the branded weed, and people were like, "Oh, we got this shit," and I'm like, "I'm not even invited, but I got better weed right here." <laughs> yeah, a bag of just heat. That's badass. That's crazy. But um, tell us about your uh, MMA career, bro. We haven't got into that. We haven't touched on it a bit. I heard yeah, you're no, a fighter, about MMA. bro. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, yeah. Nah, right. uh, well, you, you, wanna... control, you control your beast. So I, I no, I, I fought professionally. Uh, I was good, bro. I was good. I was seven to one. I was signed to Bellator. My one loss was a, a split decision that I feel like I won. That I fought the dude again and beat him again. And he was a very, you know, he had a he had a solid career and shit. So I I, I was a, I, I was a, I, I feel like I, I feel like I could have been successful and I feel like I could have been a challenger. I don't know if I would have been the greatest, but I feel like I could have been very high up there. I feel like I had a, a good start, but that's not really like as far as like. From a business perspective, that's a horrible business move. <laughs> Fighting is a very difficult industry, so I had opportunities in cannabis, and I went this direction. But I love MMA. I wish I would. I, you know, I just need to step my fitness up. But uh, which um, <coughs> which style were you most uh, natural at? Meaning, like uh, jujitsu, stand up boxing, or you know? Man, I don't think any of that shit na- is natural. I think it's all trained. Or, but uh, I, I wrestled in high school. I was, you know, I was a high school all American. Uh, Okay. Wrestling. I wrestled in high school. I wrestled in junior college. I had good wrestling, but it's MMA, so you have to be good everywhere, right? So I was really committed to my stand-up when I was when I was fighting. But I mean, I, I had good grappling. I had good grappling, and I wanted to beat people up standing up. You know what I mean? I wanted to have good hands, and I feel like I have solid hands. Shout out to Joey Rodriguez, the head boxing coach at uh, Team Alpha Male Ultimate Fitness. Uh, yeah. So that was my boxing coach. Yeah, he's cool, bro. Uh, you know Joey? Yeah. Okay. So so I'm the one. So Joey only trained boxers. And uh, I wanted to be good at boxing. Team Alpha Male had a great Muay Thai coach at the time. Yeah. Joey was a great boxing coach, and I approached him, and I asked him. And he, um, I was the first person from Team Alpha Male that he trained. And really, oh, then I started I putting am. hands on people, and everybody <laughs> wanted to work with Joey. And now Joey's like one of the dopest. I mean, Joey always was a dope boxing coach, but now he's known as being one of the best boxing coaches in the game. Coach of, you know, uh, Josh Emmett, for who yep. hopefully gets a... a Gets his shot pretty soon. Yeah, so, yeah man. So He's me and Joey go way shot, back, bro. Dude, yeah, Josh has out. to get. A, yeah, I, we watched. Oh, I'll be fight. out there. I'll, I'll be out there if he gets a shot. I'll be out there. I was out there dude. at the Nate Diaz fight, kicking it with Josh and uh, and Joey. Super nice guy, bro. Super humble dude, yeah, bro. He's a beast. Yeah, I was there for Josh Emmett's first amateur fight, you know, and he was a wrestler. He was he was a really great wrestler. He went to Sac City. I went to Sac City. Like mm-hmm. I fuck with Josh. Yeah. I've known Josh for a long time. And then his first fight, he went out there and leveled this dude, knocked him the fuck out with like yeah. one big <laughs> shot. Everyone thought it was gonna be a wrestling match, and he just killed this dude. He's been killing ever He's since. A beast. Yeah, well, uh, we made we interviewed Josh on the on the podcast here, and uh, me Moss and him became good. Or me and my brother became good friends with him. Nice, fucking super nice guy, man. Super That's nice all I dude. Say. All the shit, man. Good people, Supports you know. Hopefully, good things happen for him. Hopefully, it all falls yeah. into place for him. Yeah, that guy's badass, man. Now, I pray that he gets his fucking shot, mm-hmm. dude. Danaberg. Yeah, they're talking about it. They were talking about it. Hopefully, they give him his shot. Now, so. you have a, a venture outside of cannabis, too. It's a cream, right, for tattoos? <coughs> I do. I have talk a, about uh, that a little yeah, bit? That's awesome. That. that shit is actually uh, starting to pick up traction. I think it's a really great, great product. It's... Uh, it's called Tattoo Lovers Care. It's uh, we just got we just launched our uh, YouTube, so subscribe. Yeah. It's Tattoo Lovers TV, but uh, it's all natural vegan um, aftercare uh, for tattoos, and I think that it's uh, so when you have when you have so 
I believe in the medical uh, value of CBD when you have when you uh, CBD is anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, and it's pain relieving. Uh, when you get a tattoo, it hurts, it's prone to infection, and it's inflamed. Mm -hmm. So I know. I so just looking at that, I knew that that would work. And then you know the guys that uh, formulated the cream uh, took a vegan, all natural approach, and it's a uh, it's a really dope product. And it's actually starting to gain a lot of traction. A lot of really uh, That's cool. reputable art artists are using it. I think we're. We're in over 300 stores now, so yeah, still oh. I think that's going well. Still ain't seen no bread from it, but it's, <laughs> starting, to, it's, but it's starting to pick up that'll traction. Yeah, it's going. I feel like come. it's coming. I feel like, yeah. shout out to the team, man. I know they're still working hard, doing a lot. We got a lot working in. That's cool. That's badass. I could see CBD being really, really helpful for that. That makes, that makes sense. You know, it's crazy because I don't even know about the, a lot about the space. I just, you know, knew about the, I'm into cannabis and I knew the medicinal value of CBD. Right. But it's crazy that there's not a lot of, uh, products geared towards the healing of tattoos people get a tattoo and they put like rash cream on it and call it a day yeah, call it a day mm -hmm. and it's crazy if you're like investing that much money people are paying thousands of dollars for pieces and then not really taking care of them properly and like so it was definitely it definitely feels a, a void it feels a need you know and i, I think that's crazy that some really great artists uh, have uh, have have uh, partnered with us oh yeah oh, that's awesome yeah man well is there any other um like uh i would say instagram handles or things like that that you want i'm trying to open an event space i'm trying to open an, okay. I, I am going to open an event space in sacramento oh so okay. I'm, I'm trying to i'm gonna open an event yeah. space let's in sacramento. talk about that what's yeah, that already, like uh, man i don't know if it's like, too early but it's happening fuck it it's whatever yeah i got the space already i got the space already so can you see where it's at in sac uh uptown, uptown. it's uptown okay. so can uh, me and alex get through the back door no, nah, you can be on the guest list because it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a small guest list for the opening. I feel like it's not like a giant <laughs> place, but uh, yeah. So I was going to uh, when I went to there's hella events in L.A. There's hella events in L.A. and I was going to L.A. and uh, I our, our SF Canada account manager in L.A. He said he goes to five events a week. I'm like, what? I didn't believe him, and he's like, yeah, I go to like I mean, four, he's like four to six. I'm like, what? <laughs> So he starts sending me like I'm like damn these there's events in LA every day yeah. multiple events I'm You're like right. damn six? four to six events yeah wow. uh -huh. cannabis like cannabis events every yeah no nah, it's, it's it so now I, man I'll go to three four events when I'm in LA like there's a lot of events you know there's a lot of events is uh, it like a, a are they big or are they just tight tight all heads? shit they're like you know there's like the secret sessions which are which is pretty huge za olympics was huge mm -hmm. uh and then there's some places like infused social house and uh green street where they have events there yeah, all the time yeah. which is late and i was like man bro there's not as many events going on in northern california so i was like it just seemed like and i like events i like to kick in and smoke weed and shit and see oh, you know yeah so, why not so yeah so Take i got it a, off bro yes. let's go yeah so definitely missing. that's coming soon yeah that's missing we're working right? on we'll, that we'll support tell us however Thanks, we man, can support for sure. dog yeah. we'll blast that shit out there so i think that's coming fast i think that's coming fast like i already got the, yeah i got this i got this lease on the space i got a partner who's helping me i don't do the paperwork shit so i got a partner who's working on getting the proper permits and shit but that shit's coming sooner than later you know all right yeah. Well, me and Alex and all of our crew will check you out, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's going to be big. For sure. <clears throat> What's yeah, it going to be called? Yeah. Do you know that yet? I think we're going to call it the Dice Lounge. Okay. Yeah, and Dice stands for Dream, Inspire, Create, and Evolve. Ooh. So, yeah, I think that, like, so I think that that's the next brand that I would, would like to develop. Like, let's just put it out there. I want to develop this Dice brand. It's like Dream, Inspire, Create, Evolve. And, um, yeah, so that's going to be the name of the lounge. All right. We're gonna That's going to be out. sick. Yeah. It should we, be lit. I can't wait it for that. It should be lit. It'd be nice. Sack, Sack would definitely 
enjoy that. Yeah, there's a lack. I mean, there's more. There's events here and there, but they're definitely nowhere four to six events not a day. There's not, not even a consistent no a week. Event. I mean, a week. Or a week. Four, yeah, but yeah. even even there's still not that. consistent events. There's not consistent yeah, there's events, not consistent. and that's why we just had an event at Burners on Hate for SF Canada. I think we're gonna throw another event really shortly. I'll get the dates out there for the. We're gonna throw another little event at Burners on Hate again. So yeah, like. Uh, I was trying to, the events are popping in, in um, Southern California, so I was like helping to trying to get it to move out here. Yeah, that's no, cool. It's needed. We'd love to be a part of that. Let us know. Yeah, for sure. Help, man. That, that'd be great. Well, um, we'll wrap it up, dude. Thank you very much. Is there any other like Instagram handles or YouTube channels that you want to throw out there? That we haven't already? Nah, I think though. I mean, we're out here. We're out, that's my my page at Freddie Big uh, SF Canna yeah. underscore four one five Planta underscore CA um, Tattoo Lovers Care. That's that's you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. And really, I ain't hard to find. I'm outside. I'm there outside. You, you know. Yeah, I've seen you at the events. With or without out there Instagram, with the I'm out here, bro. It's yeah, good. It's, it ain't hard to find. Pop yeah. Up the good events all day. I think it's weird how people like you know are like cannabis influencers, but they don't like to smoke with people. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't understand <laughs> the shit. I mean, I don't understand it. I don't know. Yeah. Then we smoke, smoke like, with the top. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Yeah. I understand. I feel you on that. Some more weird shit. Well, that's some more weird shit. You're a cannabis influencer. You don't even smoke with anybody. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, so, thanks yeah. for coming out. We appreciate you stopping by. Hell yeah, man. To spit, sure. what, more than 10 pieces of game to the crowd. and. Oh, yeah, we'll get that, that chopped up. We'll have good little clips of that, too, because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of good yeah, game Yeah, man, it's there. a dope setup. I see y'all are. Yeah, here. man. Thank you, man. Well, appreciate you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate your love and support always. Subscribe. Yeah, comment, thank you, guys. Like, do all that good stuff. We appreciate it. Uh, take care. Peace out. Peace. Later. Hey, thank you, man. That was awesome. Damn, those two got me. Damn, those two got me. Oh. I started uh, getting too high. I'm like, what am I talking about again? Yeah, I mean, that's usually my cue, dog, to start wrapping it up. I smoked, <laughs> like, I smoked the cherry guava and the lemon cherry. Fuck yeah. Nice. Both. Those are fire. It's up there. Bro, those ones are fucking A. <laughs> man, good flavor and all, bro. You're, you're selling these in uh, like a... No, those are gifts. These are gifts? Yeah. Are they available at like the stores or anything? No? Oh, thank you, man. Much love. Yeah. Appreciate that. What up? So have I, but they're gifts. They're good. Dude, three pack? All day, dude. Dude, right? Three pack all day. I love pre rolls, dude. It's rare, too, that people like all flower pre roll these days because everybody's on that. Just take Just get past the rolling point. <laughs> if it's a pre-roll, I'll, I'll smoke it faster than I, if I have to roll it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? The ultimate consumable. Oh, fucking <laughs>